Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi everybody um the little ping thingy is uh is stressing me out right now because like my wife is kind of being up and down so uh, hopefully see and there it goes like it, it just i, I said it Stop I focusing said it. on the pings. Just stop it. No, but I said it and then it like jumped and I was like, this this motherfucker, like it's 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 toying with me right now. Um, but yeah, we're here for Star Quest, like we are every week. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, before any of that, I suppose I should plug the network. Uh, head on over to fivestarnetwork.co. This podcast is brought to you by the Five Star Network. Um, the the Five Star Network has lots of articles and podcasts and YouTube videos about the wonderful world of wrestling. Um, so yeah, that, that's it. Um, oh, I, suppose I, have should... a, I have a plug this week. I have a plug this week. Um, me and Zavi, me and Zavi did a kind of a mix of our best of Black wrestling project which has been written up to this point and a mix of that with the No Limit Wrestling Show. So we basically did a audio um, coverage of some of the best ACH matches in Japan uh, and just talked about how much we love ACH as a part of that project uh, that will be coming out within the next week. And yeah, I'm excited because that was a really good recording. It was fun just kind of talk about somebody who both me and Xavier care about a lot and just are very big fans of. And also near the end, just shit on uh, all the companies that had, did him dirty. So that, oh, was, yeah. that was a fun time. And you should check that out when it when it gets out. It should be on the YouTube, and I don't think it'll be anywhere else. So yeah, check out the Five Star Network YouTube channel. All right. Um, beyond that, I suppose we should get into uh, our first bit of news. We have uh, Julia Watch. So, and I guess technically Momokogo Watch. Uh, so Julia and Momokogo competed on Multiverse United 2 uh, on Saturday night. The Julia won a four-way match for the New Japan Strong Women's Championship when she pinned Giselle Shaw with a Northern Lights bomb. Um, coming out of it, the main things from from the match is that Julia was mad over with that crowd. Um, yeah. And she translates really well to American wrestling, as we should have understood. Uh, she is her. And uh, they seem to be doing something with Komomo and Julia. They seem to be... Maybe teasing a singles match there because Komomo got a lot of spotlight in the match. She got a, a segment with Julia after the match. Like they seem to be doing something there with uh, Momo Kogo and that belt specifically. Although I don't know when that'll happen because we already know kind of Julia's next challenger, and there are reports on who her other challenger is going to be already. So yeah, there it, it appears as though she has uh, three challengers already lined up uh, in terms of the rumor mill but on paper the only one that the only two that look like they're actually happening is Risa Sarah and Momokogo. Momokogo hasn't been announced yet. So the whole thing. Um did you watch that match? I did. did you watch I it? did. I'm guessing you did. Uh yeah, Momokogo everybody was kind of making like jokes that's like Momokogo buffs. Like she gets a skill buff whenever she goes to America. <laughs> and I kind of I kind of see it. Um 
I thought I I thought Giselle Shaw like I've seen her have really great matches. I thought that she kind of underperformed. Um, and then Diana was Diana. Uh, but yeah, I, obviously Julia was the star of the show, and Komamo was also cool. So that's your that's your impact coverage on Star Quest. Yeah, yeah, it was a solid enough match. Uh, nothing to really go crazy about, but it was nice to see Julia get the full bells and whistles. Um, Jutami could not get, but you actually know what? Theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact pulled off the miraculous uh, effort of getting her entrance theme. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, coming out of that, didn't even know it was possible. Coming out of that, we have Risa Sarah challenging for the belt. Um, so I, I like how Rossi got saddled with this belt that he didn't plan for and has pulled out the Rolodex of freelancers. And he's like, all right, who's taking the pin today? Because uh, yeah, he's like, my roster is not taking L's for this. So uh, what a king. Um, so beyond that, then, which is kind of funny because it, it's kind of funny because years ago, and I vividly remember this years ago on this podcast, we said the SWA belt should be uh changed during COVID, right? It yeah. should be changed from uh country wise to company wise and just have it against outsiders. And this was before Starm was really doing outsiders very often. So, we even though this isn't the SWA belt, we saw the vision. That's all I'm saying. I remember, I remember us talking about this like years ago. We did. That they should have a belt that's like, you know, mainstays against freelancers or you know outside the company, and that's kind of what the strong belt's becoming, which is kind of cool. It also makes sense because the strong belt in New Japan Strong, like the men's belt, is like that's all indie guys, right? Tom yeah, Waller is signed, pot. and he was the most decorated. Yeah, like that's that's kind of the point, and I kind of like that they're uh, sticking with that, even though this is a belt. That is staying in Japan for the most part in comparison to the uh, male belt that's in America. Um, beyond that, then, uh, there's been another New Japan show announced, and Julia has been confirmed for it. And also confirmed for it is CMLL star Stephanie Vakir. Obviously, a lot of people uh, got into Vakir after the. We're putting two and two. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure Dave reported it that the plan is to do Julia versus uh, Vakir on that show. So. That's going to be a good one. I mean, obviously, we saw Stephanie have a good match with uh, Mercedes Money. Um, kind of when in the semifinal of the tournament to crown the first champion. So letting her have a title match with Julia is going to be great. That's in October. So that's when that show is. So, you know, obviously, we know this by now. The end goal is Julia versus Mercedes Money. So, like, when is that going to happen? If... Uh, Julia, I mean, I assume October, Julia and Stephanie is when Mercedes comes back and like challenges. Because that just makes the most sense. Um, but then when yeah. do you do the match? I've seen Wrestle Kingdom floated. But I don't know. If... I, I think there are three options. Yeah. Um, the first is Queendom, mm-hmm. which is, you know, so December if they want to do that for a Starm show. I doubt they do, but I could see it. Um, second is Wrestle Kingdom, which is possible, uh, but I don't know if they would have that belt defended on Wrestle Kingdom and not yeah, the that's true. women's belt on Wrestle Kingdom, and I don't think they're going to have two women's matches. I'm, I'm just going to be yeah. honest. Uh, and then the third cho- choice, third option is they usually do a New Beginnings USA tour, which is usually like that's one of the only tours that they really do in the US that's like consistent, that they've done most years. I don't know if they did it this year, actually. I might be wrong. Um what they've done for the past few years is a new beginnings in the US and I could see them running it there. Yeah. Uh just because that's one of the only named New Japan Strong shows that are still like 
active, I would assume, if they are still doing that. Uh, but those are my three options because, yeah, I think October is probably where you're going to see her at least uh, make an appearance. Yes, for, for New Japan, at the show. But there there could be really others know. before it. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I would imagine October is when we get the first kind of signs of Julia versus Mercedes. Um, and yeah, then it just becomes where they do What day is that October? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I just, what, did you say it was October? T- and was I didn't get a date, to be honest. I just. October. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, people people will find out. That might be very sad. Yeah, it's October 28th, which means, I'm sorry to everybody, uh, Julia's missing the Halloween <sighs> no. show. No. Crazy. Absurd. Yeah. How dare she? It's funny that they're putting, like, special shows whenever Julia can. Yeah. But does that mean they're going to load it with Legends again to draw? Like, they, uh, remember that was the... The excuse pedals. <laughs> Yo, why is why is Iger retired? Oh my god, yeah. She could have she could have been the main event of that fucking <laughs> yeah. show. Oh my god. Um, but anyway, that is the New Japan Strong Belt. Um, we love we love to see it, Julia, kind of eating people up. Uh, beyond that, we've had a couple of match announcements. So the first announcement is there was the full card lined out for the Starverse Presents 5-Star Special in Hiroshima pay-per-view. This is on September 3rd. Um, we knew a lot of the matches already, but they've added Julia versus Risa Sara for the Strong Women's Championship. And um, I think they confirmed the undercard. I don't know if this is already clear, but they uh, they have Amisori versus Yuna Mizumori on that show. And um, Yeah, no, that, that wasn't... And then... It's uh, Megan Bain is teaming with Micah and Tekla against Hanako, Mariah May, and Mina Shirakawa. So, an interesting one. That's a crazy show, by the way. I don't know if anybody's... Club Venus with the bounce. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's, like, looked at this card, but it is ridiculous. Because you have... Anna... Stardom kind of... Stardom's kind of hot right now. It is, it is. It's kind of like... These, these shows like are In this one high. show, you have Mayu and Suri, Utami and Momo, mm-hmm. Kid and Tam... Anno and Poi versus Suzu Suzuki and May Sarah, Julia versus Risa Sarah, and Mirai versus Konami. Absurd. Absurd. Yeah. And and also Risa Sarah Julia is like obviously we were disappointed with the U match, but Risa Sarah is such a perfect wrestler to wrestle mm-hmm. Julia. Like they just like have such an such a clear like route they can go with that match that I'm really excited for that match actually. Yeah. It'll be really, really fun. Because they haven't run it in Star. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Um, I don't the, think. At least not in the five. The other kind of announcements then is that on uh, February twenty or not February, uh, September 29th, Fireplex presents New Blood Eleven. We've had the first three matches announced uh, for the New Blood Tag Championships. We have a three-way match. It's Karma and Starlight Kid versus Hanan and Sayaida. This is Azumi and Miyu Masaki. We also have Unimizumori's Kozen promotion assessment match. Tam Nakano versus Unimizumori. And a passion injection match when Nanai Takahashi takes on May Sarah. And that's all of I'm the so uh, talk about that, all of the announcements for now. That, uh, I'm so excited for yes, that. Of course. I, I could have guessed. Don't don't worry. Um on to some less fun uh, stuff. There was a report by Sean Ross Sapp um, a day or two ago saying that uh, our beloved Mariah May a contract offer on the table from All Elite Wrestling. So it's quite likely that we will be losing Mariah to AEW. Um, I, so I, I was told this last week before we recorded. So you were talking about her being like a favorite for the Goddess Tag League, and I had to bite my tongue so bad. Yeah. I had to do a whole show 
without revealing that she was going to leave. And it was it was the hardest thing uh, I've ever done. Likely going oh, she, to she's leaving. Likely going to um, Yeah, th there's, there's more yeah, to the report yeah, that Sean didn't mention. Uh, I'm not a scoopster. I'm not, not breaking it. Um, I'm sure it'll come out eventually. But there is more to it that will make people go, okay, I understand now. So, um, you know, fair play to Mariah. We always knew this was going to happen, that, you know, somebody with eyes would look at her and her talent and just go, yeah, throw the money at her. Yeah, I mean, apparently even WWE, like the second that she debuted in Star, was like, yep, we want her. Uh, they just have, they just didn't. Well, they were yeah, never going to get her, considering. Give her an offer. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I don't know. It's, it's a shame. And like, I made a tweet. Uh, you really like walked a, a, a into that. <laughs> you walked into that. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I thought it was fun. It was. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were like, were like, well, she's not officially signed. Thank you. And I was like, okay, but let's let's call a spade a spade here. Um, and a lot of people started getting mad at me for saying that she was the best foreigner and saying, so you hate Tekla? No, I I love Tekla a lot. Should have sent well, them a link to the show. Besides the point, like, listen, 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 dumbass. Yeah, you know, I I should have. I I don't know why I never. You you're smart with that with like the the oh this is blowing up. I <laughs> has more than a hundred likes. Yeah. Here's Stardom Quest. Like that's you're you're good with that one. I'm not. Um, but no, I don't know. It's 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 a shame, and it's interesting because it's like Mariah. And I think people get very like weird, like confused about this. That's like as a wrestling fan, we are allowed to be both like empathetic and caring human beings and also wrestling fans so it's like i can be like oh that's dope like i hope mariah gets a lot of money because she's great and i hope that she gets pushed to the moon she's the star of aw whatever i can be happy and be like you know what good for her while also being like god damn it why is she it's, leaving it's, you know like that, those the are two things that i can thing. feel it's the sports the thing it's like a million yeah. percent like no no football fan is ever like oh this big team wants our best player. I'm so happy for him. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> that never happens. In other countries, mm -hmm. football teams will run a player out of the club for that. Like, wrestling fans are so strange. Oh, I remember, like I remember, I remember Dimitri Payet, was that his name? Oh, for yeah. West Ham? He, he was, he was like, hey, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go to Spain or, or something. And legit, his last like three games in West Ham, they just, they they just yeah. berated him the entire game, and it's like damn, like like I get it, but like damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like yeah, that, that's just kind of how sports are. I don't know, and yeah, it's it's weird because in wrestling you're sort of supposed to like be like sensible for some reason because it's pro wrestling. Why should you as a fan have mm. to be sensible about things? That makes no sense. Uh, but you know, I mean, as somebody who does think Mariah is very deserving of you know, a lots and lots of money. Uh, I'm also sad because it's like, I think, uh, and I, I mentioned this, it's like, I think she is growing so exponentially in, in Japan. I think she's like getting so great at what they do over there that there will be, as somebody who enjoys AEW, there will be a fall off to some degree. Like there will be a plateau because I don't think you can train as well in AEW's training system as a woman as you can in Japan because AEW's women's system is not a system. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Uh, 
but you know like that's that's just all a bunch of theoreticals that's like oh that's a shame that's like you know um ultimately i'm biased because we talk about stardom every week and i like stardom and i like joshi wrestling so of course i'm gonna miss our, like i said our best uh import right now but you know yeah her, you know it was obvious it was always gonna happen uh, we like we brought it up when when it, she was in just, that GT uh, qualifier, we brought it up. We were like, "You are not getting her in next year. Like, she is not lasting to the next GP. Yeah. Put her in." So, like, it's we'd ma- I'd made peace with it a long time ago, but yeah, it's uh, it's just bitter pill to swallow now that it's actually happening. But yeah, I mean, she was always going to get signed. Like, she is just the most obvious top prospect I've ever seen. Well, that that's a lie. I've watched a lot of wrestling. Um, but you know what I mean? In modern times, she's like one of the most obvious top prospects there is. I mean, she's like the she's like a prototype of a professional of a woman's wrestler in America. But she's like good at at all of it. You know, like she's so, just like That's the Mariah May thing. Um basically get ready for her to leave. I would I would assume she's going to take the AEW offer. Um I don't know when that's going to be. There was no kind of report on the date. I would imagine it's after the GP, not long after the GP. Um, but yeah, we'll, we will have to wait and see on that. And that's kind of all the news from Stardom, just kind of those announcements and stuff like that. There's obviously the, you know, there, there's always like weird announcements, but they, they never really apply to us. Um, oh, wait. Oh, uh, Miyu Amasaki found out, or not found out. It's not uh, really news. Kevin. <laughs> It is. It is the most of course, important piece of, course. of news today. Okay. Um, but you can either you can either do this or you can do the Corrigan. So take your pick here. Oh man, we gotta do the Corrigan. What are you talking? We, we can't. Like we have three shows. Man. Also, I think there's stuff happening this week. I, I would imagine. I don't really know. I haven't looked at the schedule. Um, Me neither. What is this weekend? Oh yeah, there's like two shows. Okay. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Okay. Isn't there a pay per view? Is one of these a special? No. No, no. The no. special is the week after. Yeah, the yeah, week after. But yeah, um, Miyu Amasaki knows about Kevin. I'm not surprised. Like, Saya and Utami knew about Zoom Zoom. Like, these wrestlers see everything. Like, uh, no matter what, these wrestlers see this stuff. That is part of their... Miyu also thing. relatively knows Here's English. The, like, yeah. she, doesn't, she doesn't fluent or anything, but she, like, isn't. She she can understand certain parts of yeah. English. <laughs> I would also imagine um, somebody explained it to her in great detail because they 1,000% have a burner. Um, so I would imagine it was explained to her and it was with of, glee. It was, of course, Mercedes Monet. Yes, yes Miss Wig herself. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that was a thing. And you know what? Fair play. I think a lot of people were like, she took it on the chin. I really like her because um, people were like, hey, that's cool. And the best way to endear yourself with international fans is to roll with the memes. So uh, fair play, Kevin. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, they like her and Azumi just kind of laughed it off. And it was like, why do they do that? Yeah. And it's like, I don't fucking know. Maybe the other Miu. And she was right. That's the exact reason. Yeah. Um, See, that's why I think somebody explained yeah, it to her. It was great. Because there's no way you would just guess that. That, that, that has to have been she, Yeah, she's like mentioned Miu for some reason, yeah. which out of context would make no sense so yamashita she mentioned yamashita, yamashita for yeah. no reason for people who don't there are other miyus like floating around as well and gotta move as a miyu doesn't they miyu kitsune miyu kotsuba kotsuba yeah is that is that miyu or is that it's not Mayu. It it's it's probably miyu there's yeah. also a miyu i think in like some tiny promotion who pops up on 
like random shows mm. when they're in Osaka, when some companies are in Osaka. So I, I, there is there is a few Miu's. She was right. Miu is just a is, it's a very yeah. common name just in Japan in general. Just like Kevin is in. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that is that is the Kevin. Uh, we didn't start that by the way. There is a Reddit thread, and we were in one of the comments like blamed. Somebody was angry at us for calling her Kevin. Some people still get angry about it. I'm yeah, just like, like they were mad because we she missed shows, and I think you did the Kevin from the Home Alone movie bit. And somebody thought that was us starting it, and they were really upset. They were like, oh, that's mean. She didn't miss some shows. She was injured. And I was like, it's not. We didn't start it. We were just playing into it. Please leave us alone. We're not that clever. Like, we, we, don't, we don't do that. Yeah. So, yeah, that is. It's never no, us. It's never that us. Is, that is not. That is, that is Kevin. Somebody got. So, somebody was like, damn, that's, that's cruel that you made that video of all the Joshua Esses crying. I was like, I stole that, like. A year ago, I don't know. I don't know who made that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. People are weird. Um, but anyway, we have a couple of shows to review. Um, the first one, and we're gonna do quick thoughts on this because it is over a week old. So please, quick thoughts. I will. I will time you if I have to. Um, Park and Hall show from the fifteenth. I have no. From the fifteenth of August, we didn't get to discuss this last week because it wasn't up, and I was also sick anyway, so it wouldn't have been that good. Um, the first GP match on that show was Momo Anabe beating Sayori Ano in nine and a half minutes with a peach sunrise. Dylan, this was very good. Do you agree? It was. It was very good. And I will, I'm going to limit myself to one bit and one yeah. comment. Is that cool? Um, Ano locked in the figure eight. Shouts out Andrade's wife. Um, and also, yeah, Momo just killed her. At, like the the ref bump was great. It was just it, it was just really fun overall, really fun. And after the match, Momo being like, "Oh, you can't win now. You don't have to try so hard anymore, honey. Die!" And then just left. <laughs> and I was like, oh. "Oh, that's dope." Which Anu is uh, effectively yeah. out of the tournament because she's she has a ceiling of ten points, and that's just not. No. That's not how a 10-person block works. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Momo Anabe is back. That is all I have to say. Um, a little bit, The yeah. next match was Mariah May beating Mina Shirakawa in 11 and a half minutes with a happily ever after. I called this last week. Um, I could see what they were going for, and they, they were intending to go for a pretty like big match that you get into, but it was definitely one that probably needed more time than 12 minutes to fully tell what they wanted to tell. So I think it was pretty good, but there was a lot of room to improve if they like had more time to tell their story. Yeah, I felt like because it didn't have the uh, ability to be like this bigger than it was, like to be any bigger than it was, um, it kind of felt like Mina was just like leaning on her tropes instead of like it being like a huge like deal. And yeah, I definitely get where they were going with it, and I thought it was a good match. Don't get me wrong, it was a very solid match, but. There was definitely sort of like an extra layer missing, I would say, mm -hmm. to make this like a great match, like a lot of yeah. matches on the show. Um, yeah, at one point, Waka, like they just zoomed in on Waka for like a good. That was so second. weird. And I was she like, was that's so funny. Stuck on her. Mina was over here doing limb work, and it was just showing Waka, and I was like, all right, like with, that's, a, that's with cool. a concerned face, and yes. like I was like, what are we doing here, bro? She was, was emoting. They they was... did that even better at the Legend Show, and I'm so excited to talk about that. <laughs> of course. Um, the next match then was Siri beating Hazuki in 11 uh, and a half minutes with a white tiger. Um, 
this was such big dick energy. I loved it. Um, this reminded me of some of those like never matches that uh, Shibata would have, where it was like we're just gonna we're just gonna do dumb shit. Like we're dumb, brainless humans, um, and we're gonna do dumb shit. And that was what this was. It was it was so fun. Yeah, these top three matches were like absurdly good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And and I I was just like holy shit like these are just insane, um and yeah I loved this I thought it was really fun I think Kazuki and I'm not gonna get too much into it I know but I think Kazuki is just such like a consistent worker and like just her energy and her confidence and how she conducts herself is just so great and I think that I don't know she just gets it and believe it or not stars very popular group um she was getting chanted so heavily in this match and I was just like. It's my girl right there. Let's go. This is awesome. And then uh, she lost, which sucked. Now it happens. And she also hit a, a six code breaker, which I don't think she's ever hit before. But like, do that all the time. It was beautiful. Um, yeah, that, those are my comments. Great match. Great match. All right. Uh, the next match was Tam Nakano and Mayu Iwatani going to a 15-minute time limit draw. I was once again reminded that Mayu is one of the best in the world at all the little stuff. She was so good at the little stuff here. Um, and also, her and Tam, if they eventually pay it off in the match that they deserve, is like, that is like the peak of what Stardom could do right now. I think that could be a match of the year if they really got to go and do what they can do and give Tam that big win over Mayu. Because, um, yeah, this was a nice tease of like something special. Yeah, I thought this match was like the best Tam match I've seen all year. And I'm saying that by saying, like, this is one of my favorite matches of the tournament. Um, yeah. So this is, it's not me being like, oh, Tam has shitty med. Like, no, this is, like, genuinely, like, this is a great match. Um, I, ju I just loved it. I, I tweeted after this, and I'm just like, I think I'm finally, like, fully understanding of, like, the Mayu is the greatest wrestler to ever live talk. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't think she's my number one, but, like, I get it. Because, like, I've always thought she was great. But just something recently, I'm just like, she's just, she doesn't miss and if she does it's never her fault <laughs> it feels like yeah like except for that one shuri match oh, yeah. that wasn't great that was weird but like that was one in like what 60 singles matches of the past three years like she just hasn't like okay and the sakashima match it doesn't matter you i'm i'm just rattling on for no reason she's just great this match was great yeah one of my favorites of the tournament it was just so it was, oh Dude, my god, chef's kiss. Tam had herself a week. She went, I've seen the criticisms, fuck you yeah. all, um, and yeah. fair play. Um, the main event, a couple weeks for, for Tam Nakano. Indeed. The main event then was Azumi beating Utami Hayashishta in 10 minutes with the Azumi Zushi. Um, another great match. I My eyes were opened here to how special Azumi is, and I also think Utami won't ever get the credit she deserves for this performance, where she was just a perfect Base for everything Azumi was doing, and I think she played her role to perfection in this match. But Azumi was the real star of the show. I I think that like uh, Utami does not get enough credit for her matches with Azumi, um, because Utami is very understanding that like, and she's this is a very like uh, respectful thing of her and like a very friendly thing of her. She always makes Azumi look like the greatest wrestler to ever live when she wrestles her every mm -hmm. time. Like that's that's what these matches are. Is the Izumi to Utami matches? Even if Utami wins, which she's won one of them, I, I was mistaken last week. She actually won one, and Utami's now won, or Izumi's now won two. Uh, every time Utami's just like, no, this is your match, and you're gonna 
make yourself look like the greatest wrestler ever and i'm going to help you and we're going to have a good match and that is such a skill that she's just like no like i i don't need to get offense in if you're gonna do all the cool shit Mm -hmm. i don't care let's go and that was that was the story of this match i thought this was so great from the start with the destroyer like that was like i was like hyped and it was just so good i don't know i love this blink and you miss it type of stuff yeah um a lot, of, a lot of fun stuff overall. Uh, Azumi hit the professional foot stomp. Shouts out Keno, even though that's also her move. But to the outside, she doesn't usually... It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, this is like a perfect Azumi match. It was just like everything you want from her type of style. And it was done so well. Indeed. And um, with that, we are on to this week's shows. We have the first review, which was August 18th, New Blood 10. Uh, this is 361 fans in the Grand Hall. Um, the opener was... Uh, Hanako Hanoka Kanoha. I always forget because it doesn't tra- it doesn't translate. It calls her Enka. And no, I, I know. <laughs> anyway, I know. I know. Hanako Hanoka. Literally, people who haven't ever watched her wrestle do not know what her name yeah. is because it's like it's so like because every translation is yes. different. Also, one more thing about the Korokin show. Um, A Z to M Azumi. Crazy finish. Love that. Shouts out to her. Right. Uh, so Hanako uh, Kizunatanaka and Hanoka beat uh, Moran, Nanami, <laughs> and Ami Sore in seven and a half minutes when Hanako locked in the Argentine backbreaker on Moran. Um, I thought the wave rookies were quite good. Uh, Kizuna Tanaka has all of the, the potential in the world. Um, one of those like obvious top prospects that Joshi gets every couple of years. Um, I really liked her. Um, I don't think we we sold just how great Moran is last time she was in Stardom. This girl is absurd. She's like fourteen. We 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 did because I remember when she debuted in Stardom, she was twelve, and we were like, "What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> what is this?" And now she's fourteen, and she gets it mm-hmm. even more. And it's like that's that's kind of a rare thing for you know, because like I, I obviously I've watched Stardom for a while, so it's like I've seen you know, the twins and even Azumi and Starlight Kid wrestle when they are like, you know, 13, 14, 15. And usually they don't really like get it until they're like 15 years old, like just in ring. Like they might have like a certain like style to them that works or whatever, but usually I don't like start really getting it inside the ring until around 15. And Moran like just turned 14 and she has it like for her for her age level it's insane True. yeah she um, like i i kind of thought of this yesterday she's like a yuhi level prospect at the very different type of wrestlers but she's a yes. yuhi level like this woman like this girl could take over if she wanted to like that's that is the talent we're dealing with here um and yeah this was a pretty solid match that really kind of got to showcase all of the the rookies from the other promotions um and kind of ami kind of led it and it was it was pretty solid um yeah um i, I have a few things i want to say about this briefly there some, some of these matches i don't have a lot to say about all right um two things one is it's about the people that we just talked about anyway um kazuna started this match with the most joshi opening of all yes. time um where she was just throwing drop kicks and then she did the rio evasion out of a pin and i was like this girl just she is joshi wrestling right here um and then yeah moran like legit when she like was announced and she like went to the center and she posed and whatever like i was just like oh she gets yeah. it like she isn't awkward at all like she's just like fully like comfortable in the in the ring and then she wrestles and it's like oh yeah she's just she's insane 
so yeah, shout out to her. She's phenomenal. She's going to be great in a few years. Indeed. Um, the match after that then was Kohaku beating Lady C in eight minutes with a European clutch. Uh, this is a pretty standard tall versus small match, but because Kohaku is so galaxy brained, it was really good. And also, Lady C is really good now. Uh, okay, really good is probably a stretch, but yeah. she is good now. Um, She's quite putting good. some stank on them boots. I, I was loving it. Um, but obviously, she's wearing the glasses later on. She's wearing the glasses. Everybody <laughs> loves the glasses later on. Um, um, but yeah, I thought Kohaku like really <laughs> made the match because she's just so clever and so speedy and, and inventive. Um, so someone say clever like a fox. Yes, which was her original like kind of thing. Um, it's funny because Kohaku is not a heel whatsoever in Wave. No, uh, she's, she's, she's like, always it's had a bit the intense sometimes. I, I will say that. Yeah, but like in Stardom. She is so annoying, good at being a yeah. dick, and it's incredible because like you never really see that outside of like her matches against Suzu, which are always because Suzu like raises mm-hmm. it to that level, and it's like oh I'll I'll be a fucking asshole back, and that's kind of what Kohaku would do. But she she's always the underdog. But in this one, she was wrestling this tall ass motherfucker, and she's so short, but somehow she still is like the one getting the heat and the one like really like you know like oh yeah, Lacey killed her with a boot, and it's like yeah, it's fire. Um, Kohaku's special. I, I, I obviously we talked about the opening match, but like Kohaku is just one of the greatest young talents in the wrestling world right now. Uh, she's so good, and this match was really really fun. They muted her theme music. So yeah, very her. very upset. <laughs> yeah, um, she has a great song. Like it's 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 very like with the Uga Cha. Like I don't know, the intro is so like cool. Two it's, it's, great themes. It. Her marvelous one was good as well. Which yeah, is, it's sad because we'll never hear yeah. it again. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is great. Kohaku over with the Euro clutch is pretty mm-hmm. dope. And then hers, hers like being like, yeah, fuck all y'all. I won. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Now Kohaku is really good. She's, she's just a natural. Um, and after that then, we had, uh, you know, a, a former classmate of Kohaku. We had Mei Sarah and Suzu Suzuki beating Hina and Hanan in seven and a half minutes when Mei Sarah pinned Hina with a powerbomb. The setup was kind of reminiscent of a Tayo powerbomb, but she didn't really hit it like a Tayo hmm. a Tayo bomb. So um, she she did like this hammerlock run around, and yeah. then she did a lot. And the the yeah. hammerlock run around is the Tayo setup, but she like yeah. keeps the leg, whereas she kind of let go of the leg and then just hit a normal powerbomb. But it was a nice powerbomb. Um, Which I prefer the Tayo style because it's like yeah, you definitely should keep. That's yeah. true, but you definitely should keep the setup. Um, cause that's something, something that annoys me with WWE wrestlers a lot is that they'll like do this huge wrist clutch setup and then they just let go of the wrist and then it's just like a normal move. I'm just like, why would just like keep the wrist, just keep the whatever. Um, yeah, go on. Um, I thought, and I've kind of seen this a bit lately. I think Hina has really grown lately. Um, she's mm. got, she's like learned how to project herself a lot better. She was always like, her offense was always good. But everything else was lagging behind. But recently, I feel like she's she's really been able to project herself a lot better. And you can kind of sense the charisma a lot more than you used to be able to. Um, but yeah, she is. So I, I just kind of was impressed by her. Um, but yeah, this is this was a pretty solid match. Um, I feel like Hanan is kind of just spinning wheels mode when she's on New Blood a little bit. Um, so she, she didn't yeah, do Yeah, but I thought her and Susan did some good but stuff. But yeah, like anyway. it wasn't like crazy or anything. And then... Like May and Hina kind of carried the majority of it, and it was it was fun. I I really like Suzu and Han and stuff, and then yeah, uh, Hina and May were great. 
the thing about Hina is that like when you're put into that role of like Queen's Quest, you aren't if you don't have that like natural charisma, you're going to struggle because you don't have like anything to lean on really. You can't even really be a babyface. You know, like r- really because you're in Queen's Quest, you're just kind of like the it's the stoic group. So it really is just a matter of like over time, you'll kind of like start to yeah. see it more. And I think she definitely has been showing it a lot more uh, recently. And I also think that we, we mentioned this, we, we talked to each other about this yesterday, that it's like, it's kind of hard when your older sister is like the future ace and your, your twin sister is like one of the best teenage wrestlers in the world, um, best under 18 wrestlers in the world, at least. And you are good. Yes. You know, yeah. like that's that's hard. That is a hard spot to be in. Uh, because, but she is good. Like I think people give her a lot of flack because she isn't as good as her two generational talents of sisters. But it's like no, she's she's a very good worker, and she will likely grow and be even better than she is now because she's only sixteen years old. So, yeah, shout out to Hina. She's kind of putting it together more than she used to be. Yeah, no, she she's and she's not the only one, and we'll, we'll obviously get to her later. Uh, the, her her colleague. That is, has really grown, but yeah, it's it's kind of nice to see that every her her faction mate, I guess. But yeah, um, the, like a lot of the roster is getting better at not just the wrestling, but also presenting themselves as stars. Um, and there there is somebody yeah. specifically who will get a lot of praise for that later. Um, next match after that then was Natsupoi beating Unimizumori in a Cosmic Angels promotion assessment match. Natsupoi won in nine and a half minutes with a fairy strain. And yeah, I mean, Natsupoi working on top is uh, an interesting sight, but she's obviously very good at it. So uh, she was, and I mean, I'm she was she was that old school Mayumi yeah. Ozaki type thing, like good, yeah. good Mayumi yeah, Ozaki. Like I enjoyed this. Um, <laughs> I think the Tam Yuna match will be better because I, I think Tam is just like Probably. so much better at, at this role. But also, that might be. The Tam no, Tam no, match, so. which was not I, better. I don't think so. Um, I hope not. But yeah, I thought it was like solid overall. Yuna did her little dancey dance on the way to the ring. She did it really intensely because she <laughs> knew it was an important match. So I was just like, you could just not do it. <laughs> like if, if yeah, you're gonna look like very like pained and like, but but did you see her face? Well, like she was just like she was like I, brooding I while she was doing these like. I was like, you don't. Have to you don't have to be those dances. You gotta you dance. Know, you, you don't do they still to dance. dance? Have I like missed it? Yeah. They do still um, dance, right? Meltier kind dance of. anyway. Sometimes like a does. bit. Meltier dances and then Anu kind of like like it's like a stoic dance. Like they did it on right. the legend show, where they kind of like have this choreography, but they right. don't dance okay. dance. Uh sometimes they dance. It's it's old. Um Yeah, you know, this match was probably my least favorite on the show, but even that uh, it's like, like it was still a good match. Worse. So I can't really <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> the main event uh, I mean I, I get that I, I liked the main event for what it was. Uh this match I think I might have expected more and got disappointed compared to the main event where I wasn't expecting much because I'm not a big Waka singles yeah. match guy, personally. Um so it's like I didn't expect much from that and it was like good. You know, it was it was you know, we'll talk about that later. But I might have expected too much out of this one and it kind of fell flat for me. Um but it was solid. Uh one one thing I did note was that uh, Komomo Minami was yes. seconding for this match. So she is physically fit to be at ringside. That is a good thing because she didn't just fall off the face of the earth and never return. Um, and also, there was a blonde trainee that we haven't met yet, we haven't seen yet, 
but she was also seconding. So I mean, she will likely be introduced in yeah. the next couple months if she's already. Yeah. Once you, know, you see the brink side, it's, it's only a matter of time until they show up. Yeah. Exactly. Like I think me. I think Miu was like, you know, she started doing ring attendance uh, in like December, and then by February she mm-hmm. was debuted or something like that. Um. So within the next few months, we'll probably see her uh, debut, and she has a cool look. And that was pretty much it. After the match, uh, Yuna's bid to join Kozen was rejected. In the, in the best way. And she was told, yes, but she was told, she was like, aw. And then that's why it's like, yeah, you didn't lose that way, did you? And then I was like, bro, we're not still doing this. <laughs> it's like, okay, maybe if you lose even more weight and beat the world champion, maybe. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, I feel Kozen like the, it was such a comedic thing overall, though, with with Natsupoy being like, you know, I, I've I've loved teaming with you. You've seconded me the whole time. We're such good friends. And her and Tam were like, yeah, 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 I think, yeah. Like, they were nodding along as if they were going to let her in. Like, Tam even smiled at one point. Was like, yeah, okay, I'll let her in. And Natsupoy's just like, nah, you didn't get in. <laughs> and everybody, even the arena, chuckled. The yeah, crowd was no, like, they eh? laughed. They laughed, because it was just so comedic um and then yeah she she was like yeah you didn't lose that weight did you and she was like well i'm like 60.8 kg you know it's, it's close so yeah i don't know i still think there uh there's a lot of overacting that keeps it from being bad um like i think the overacting kind of makes it funny um which is what they're going for more than like i feel like the waka one was a lot more mean like the, the waka was like you will win or we're yeah. gonna kick you out of the place you call home um, whereas this, it's a bit more... It's funny that Cosmic Angels is like the cutthroat. I guess that's idols. I yeah, guess that I makes feel sense, like actually. Everything they do like, seems like... to be a, a satire that's of the, the idol world. Like it's It seems yeah. clear to me that that's what the Yuna thing is. Even the weight loss thing. That's clearly an idol thing. I don't know. So that's um, yeah. that's how I view that. But yeah, I thought the, I thought it was a funny promo from Natsupoy. Um, and then the group's just falling apart. And then, like, having a new member. Yeah, that, actually, this is all very Idol-esque. Yeah. Everything to do with them is, like, very... I, I could see that. That's actually... I, I never... Like, I thought of that, but I never really, like, took a second to really, like, think of it, like, you know, analyze that part of it. That's actually really interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Cosmic Angels just added a layer to me that I kind of understand more than I was wow. like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. It, it, we... uh, it's rare that you'll hear me say that's kind of cool about anything to do with Cosmic <laughs> Angels, fair. by the way. So that's something. All right. Six stars going crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next match was the Supernova fifth match, extra match. Sayoriano beat Mio Amasaki in 11 and a half minutes. Um, I mean, listen, this was a career performance from Mio Amasaki. Uh, Sayoriano dragged it out of her the way we kind of expected her to. Um, and I, I mean, I, I saw so much from Amasaki here that I didn't think she had. Like, there was just so much intensity to her work when she like the hair was down Bro, she just started and jumping. she started fighting i was like this is what you need to see this is the baby face energy she has um and it was really good seeing for her this like was... scrap for her life against anno and anno is perfect working on top those years working with ozaki gun uh have come into play really well because she is the best at just completely picking somebody apart uh like this this was this was big dick Mew Amasaki yes. right here. Um yeah, I mean, obviously Anu's so great and she was great at just cutting off Mew's offense at every turn and doing it in like an interesting way. 
which is always great in these in these matches, like these you know uh, showcase matches for younger wrestlers. And yeah, I thought at a certain point, I I literally wrote that I was like Mew's just jumping her, like she's just not stopping and she's just attacking her. She was just like stomping at her in the corner and just kept forearming her. I was like, God damn, that's crazy. Like she's just like she's going at it. And yeah, it was just a really good match. Mew threw some great stuff. This was on par around the level, probably a bit better, maybe, of the Sherry match, which I think is Mew's magnum opus at this point. Um, these those two matches are kind of like around the same level because they were both really, really good. Um and yeah, good good job for Mew. Uh Kansai Spirit has is within her. Um it always has been because she's from there. But yeah, a really cool match. Uh, Siri won with the uh, what is it? The Temps Tentre? How do you pronounce that? I assume it's French. It's a cool move. Temps. Temps is it Tantra? Well, you're you're European. I feel it would know, be Temps Tantra, but maybe it's not French. Who knows? Um, but yeah, this this is a great performance. Um, it was a, it was like a headhunt. Yeah. Now this is great from both of them, and honestly, I think we're gonna have to start uh talking about Seriano's case for being the best wrestler of this year. She's just just. Um, and now that Sendai Girls is uploading again, we're getting some of her best work. So like, oh yeah, that's gonna be. We're seeing to be. her in the midst of the GP as a tag champion in Stardom, uh, whilst getting her backlog of Sendai Girls matches. This is, we are eating, we are living. Um, so yeah, Anu is is having a great year, and uh, credit to Miyu Amasaki. She's um she's been steadily improving. Like I don't. Oh shit! What's up? I, I was. No, I was I was looking to see where I have her on my on my rest of the year. I don't even have her on it on accident. Let, let me see. Crazy. That's uh, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, she she's she's top fifty and she only has like twelve matches yeah. I've seen. <laughs> so that's kind of insane. I'm on, I'm on the ball here, Sayori Anu for wrestler of the year. But yeah, it's Miyu Amasaki, a uh, very good performance from her. Um, she's been putting it together over the last while. I kind of said it in passing a few weeks ago that like she had gotten really good at emanating this baby face energy. And, um, like, here she was just so much more comfortable than she used to be. She's lost that deer-in-the-headlights vibe, and now it's a lot more I belong here. And um, good to see her her kind of improve like that. Um, The next match, then. And I don't know if we want to save the Ida stuff for the next show, because her and Micah was also very important. So... We can like dive into Sai Ida yeah, we could talk about in a it few a bit minutes. More there. Yeah. So this was the passion injection match. Nanai Takahashi beats Sai Ida in 14 minutes with a Nanaraka. Um and yeah, this was a very, very good passion injection match. Um like Nanai works wonders for some of these wrestlers in these passion injection matches, and Ida made the full use of it. Um so I mean I, I think I, I have one criticism of this match and it is Ida should have been stiffer. Yeah. This yeah. is the one match that you can be this is the one match where you could kind of just like just hurt someone cuz she ain't going <laughs> to feel it. Yeah. And I don't think that she I don't think she fully I don't think she fully just like went full tilt in terms of just like beating the fuck out of Nanai, uh which I think she yeah. could have. That's the only thing that she I think She also messed up the like, muscle oh, buster which kind of hurt cuz that was meant yeah, to be the but, big you know, spot that, like yeah, that was, was meant to be the spot. And they kind of wouldn't do it. I mean, when you're when you're wrestling notorious uh, sandbagger Nanai Takahashi, I, that's a hard move to physically just keep Is someone she a up notorious for sandbagger? that doesn't want to be up. Is that a thing? Yeah, oh, 100. What are you talking about? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't notice. Um, maybe I have said that and I just forgot. But I, I'm very all in on Nanai. 
that was like the story of the uh, of the really bad tag match. Oh shit! Years. Yeah, but nobody was selling in that. Was like, that everybody like... was doing that. Oh, I know. Um, so, I know. Because um, um, you was you was also like like she was sandbagging yeah. a lot in that match. That's why I was like, Denai isn't even the worst defender here, but she is notorious for. All right, you know, fair enough. Not necessarily staying up when people want her to stay um, up. Much like Raka. Yes. Ern Raka. Poor another another I, I, combination. I don't know, if, I don't know about Raka's. I think she just couldn't for a while there. But um, uh, th- yeah, this was like a very, very good version of the Passion Injection match. We've seen a lot of these by now, and they're always useful. Um, but like Saida got the most out of it with like the crowd vocally behind her. Um, and I was, and I was like, we, we'll dive into Saida on the next show. But her the promo after this, I think, was fantastic. Like, I got. I got very Mina vibes from Ida's promo. Like, it was like, how do you not see this and run with her? You know? Like, that... I, I, everything she said was just so easy to root for. Like, she was like, like I, I lose, and I lose, and I know I disappoint my fans, and I, I hate it. Like, I try to ignore it, but I can't anymore, and I'm, I'm gonna fight with all of you, and I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna beat Nanai, I'm gonna win a belt, and I'm gonna do it. And it's like, how do you not? How do you not push this woman now? <laughs> you know. So I, I thought Ida's yeah. promo was fantastic, and I thought Nanai set it up perfectly with her line of like, "Life, life ends when you give up." And Ida was like, "I'm never giving up. Like, I have pro wrestling. Like, I'm Man, never was, giving up on pro wrestling." It was such a cute moment. It was such a cute moment because like Nanai said that, and then like Ida started yeah. to cry, and and like Nanai gave her the mic, and she was crying, and she was trying to get. Like starting to say something, and I was like, "Stop crying!" She's like, "I'm not crying. I'm sweating. I worked up. A, I worked up a sweat today. Okay, I worked up yeah. a sweat." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I love you so much." And it's like, "Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always, you know, we'll, we'll talk about." Yeah, there, there's a lot. A, for a bit more there's when we get to the mic and stuff, but yeah, um, this was a great segment though. And then after that, the May Sarah stuff was also great. Um, oh yeah, yeah, May Sarah challenged for her. Um, I, passion uh, there was it's like a really Miss Tara has this insane charm. Did you watch that yeah. part of it? Oh yeah. Um or did you watch it? Oh okay. Sorry, my, my thing my thing went out, sorry. Um but yeah Miss Tara was just like, hey I, I wanna I wanna roast you next and then I was like we he tagged like two days ago and you are and she's like I'm not no. No. And she's like, yeah you're you're a scaredy cat Yeah, I don't know if Dylan's just not talking or if right his internet when... is going. <laughs> no, no, right. Yeah, my my right as I started talking about the thing I wanted to talk about, my internet was just like, nah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna take it away from you for five seconds. Um, basically, she was calling her a scaredy cat, and she's like, yeah, I bet you're even scared of me, and she's like, I'm not scared of you. And then, then I was like, oh, do you want right now? And she's like, no, 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 we're good. Um, and I thought that was very funny. My internet is going out because it doesn't like May Sarah. Oh. So that's crazy. That's that's my statement on that. Um, it was a very funny post match. I think this entire post match, uh, everybody should check out. I think this entire match, this entire section, people should go out of their way to check out. Um, but the post match, both the size part and the May Sarah part, size part was really emotional and very great, and May Sarah's was very funny. So yeah, I would check that out. Yeah, no, the Ida part especially is so so important to to fully getting into Ida, so I would definitely recommend that. Um, 
And then we had our main event, uh, which was Rina defending the Future of Stardom Championship against Waka Skiyama. Uh, Rina retained in 14 and a half minutes with the Hydrangea. Um, I, I mean, I thought this was a solid match. Um, like, you know, Rina is a child and Waka is a pin eater who has like three years of experience, most of which is in tag matches. Waka's... Waka's offense is so underwhelming. I See, think that's she's, like the one that she's great that's at like picking the, like... spots because she's so used to tag matches. When you try and put that yeah. into a singles context, you do kind of expose that she doesn't have much of a bag of tricks. Um, but I think the same goes for Rina. Exactly. Like, she is also still adapting to wrestling these longer matches. I don't know. I think, I think with Rina, she has the go-to that she can just work the arm because that's part of her finish. And I, that's why I think, like, early on this match worked. And then it, like, just went longer and longer and longer. And it had to, like, give Waka a decent amount of shine. And you kind of lost the, the rhythm of Rena working the arm. Waka's not selling the arm anymore. And then you get back to Rena winning with the Hydrangea. So it's like, I think, one, if this was shorter, or two, if Waka had better offense. Um, I think Rena did the parts that she needed to do well. Uh, but I think that there was just like this point where they just kind of got lost with not much to do, and they still had time to go. Um, but with that being said, I still thought it was a good match. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, like I'm accounting for the fact that they both haven't had many singles matches, so it's obviously going to be hard to go 15. Um, yeah. So yeah, cre- credit them. Waka threw up the X like CM Punk <laughs> before she went for a finish. She, she knows ball. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of that. Yeah. Um, I think after the match, um, you caught this on Twitter. Uh, so Rena posted a picture of her with the belt, I think, like having successfully retained it. Yep. And so it was, in the yeah. alt text of the image, so you can't, like this wasn't the tweet, this is in the alt text of the image. She said, I decided to watch the 2019 draft on Stardom World for the first time in a long time yesterday, partly because I teamed with the three sisters at Oda Ward. Even now, when I look back at the age of 12, Sitting and waiting for my name being called was painful, but in the end, Hanasan called my name and she said, a diamond can only be polished with a diamond. At that time, I had just entered junior high school and I was just doing my best to compete, but now I'm a little more grown up. I'm a champion. And little by little, I'm what Hanasan calls a diamond. Rina is able to do both matches and promos with such confidence because I've been watching Hanasan. There's still room for improvement and I'm going to get stronger. I'll make the future even more exciting. For the time being, I really want to see you now. So, um, yeah, Rena. <laughs> yeah, you guys make so, me start tearing up again. Goddamn, because <laughs> I, I was the one. Yeah, I was, I was the one who found out. Yeah. I was like, oh, I need to tell everybody because this is just <laughs> like I, I started crying. I was like, oh, I can't be alone with this. So I sent it to you, and I sent it to Scott, and then I sent it to the Discord, um, the five star Discord. If you guys want to join that, join that. Um, and yeah, it was just yes. It was a lot, man. And it's like, it's so inconspicuous too, because it's like the the post, like you said, the post was just her saying, I beat Waka, I have the belt, I'm cool, this is awesome. Um, and I took it like that, I was like, oh, that, that's cute, that's cool. Um, and then I, I like, I checked the quote treat, retweets, and her mom, uh, the, the Minami sister's mom, she tweets about her daughter's wrestling all the time. And that, she tweeted like, oh, if you want to check out the all text, I didn't know that there was stuff there, but there was stuff there. And that's basically what she said. And so, like, I, you know, did, like, the copy-paste, like, the 
Google thing and I copy pasted it into like a machine translator. I translated a few times to try to figure out like the best wording of it. And yes, man, <laughs> I just that rocked me on a Tuesday. Yeah, man. I mean, Reno will always have that connection. <laughs> To, to go back on and i think uh, seeing her after the yeah. match she did have a very hannah-esque energy to her like she's just so like mm-hmm. cool and carefree when she speaks but she's so confident when she speaks and um she's just so clearly like uh, somebody who gets it and it's like if her wrestling in ring can keep up with the star aura and the promos like you're looking at a future top champion in rena um and yeah she definitely will always have that connection and they'll always be able to go back to that if they ever want to um but yeah she obviously carries like the spirit of hannah with her um and this wasn't our only hannah thing this week because um and i kind of skipped over it because i'm the last person to do this sort of stuff like i don't i don't go oh that was for hannah oh they did this that was a hannah thing but julia Mm. after her match in the in impact when she got up to the top of the stage, she very clearly like blew a kiss to the sky and her hand was cut off. So I don't know if she was doing like the, the fist bump like she usually does. But to me, what Julia did there was also a Hannah thing um, because like Hannah's ideal was always to represent stardom on a global stage and bring Joshi wrestling to the world. So Julia doing that on impact clearly was like a hey we're doing this for you like i did this for you kind of thing so i thought that was uh that was another thing that i caught that julia did that i thought was was really nice um because yeah like uh, you know that was always hannah's goal so seeing julia do just uh, legitimately do it bring stardom to american television this was really nice um so yeah we got a double whammy of hannah uh, stuff this week um yeah it was yeah uh one other thing about this arena match, or not the match, but the promo afterwards, uh, she called everybody out to do the traditional New Blood uh, exit, and you see Hanan get in the ring and like smiling and just like looking at her and like you won, like 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 she was so happy for her little sister, and Rina's like, "Don't touch me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Rina's looking like, "Hey, let's not, we're not, no." That's right. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. Uh, yeah, the three sisters. We'll talk about that in the next match we have to talk about. But the three sisters, I I love them to death. I want the world for them. They're great. Um, but anyway, the next show to discuss them was on August nineteenth. This was Stardom Midsummer Festival twenty twenty three. This was an Ota Ward Gymnasium, and this had one thousand six hundred and fifty three fans. <laughs> so they, the Shinobu Kendori fan base will never die, yeah. baby. I mean, this looked like it was gonna bomb last week. There was two sections sold out entirely. Um. But, I mean, I never ruled out that there could be a walk-up because I said from the beginning, I do not claim to understand the ticket-buying habits of the person paying to see Shinobu Kandori in 2023. It is quite possible there's just a lot of people who buy tickets on the day. And it appears that that's what happened, that they just got a lot of people buying on the day. Because, yeah, 1600 is is pretty solid for a Legends show. That's basically non-canon. Like, nothing really happened to progress much. Yeah, there's no title match. There's no... Yeah, so yeah. it succeeded. Rossi called it a great success in a tweet, so fair play. Um, in the opener, um, I do not recall this match ever happening. Was this a dark? Was dark. Oh, okay. Yeah, so May Sarah beating Hanako and Fuki in death in a three-way. And, uh, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't on the show. Oh. Was it? I'd be on um, Stardom World, but it wasn't on the... No, it, it wasn't on the show. Right. 
I, I haven't checked Star World, but one other thing is uh, Mirai was off the show because her grandmother passed away. Um, so condolences to her. Um, that's why May Sarah wasn't in the Ida match. Oh yeah, and that's why okay. Mirai was off the show. Interesting. So yeah, that was a that was a recent. Because I was like, oh man, we we messed up last week because they changed the card. That was that that card change was like late because right. Mariah had family stuff. All right. And, yeah, condolences to her, obviously. Uh, in the opening match then of card, we had the sisters reunited. We had Rina, Hina, and Hanan beating Yuna Mizumori, Wakaskiyama, and Lady C. Hanan got the win with seventeen. Um, do do you understand why Hanan's theme is great now? Because I feel like seeing this entrance, you Kinda. should go, okay, yeah. Um, but also, um, this was a canon event for you. The remix theme, as all three of them came out, was just, this was for Dylan. It was, it was, it, 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 felt, Dylan it felt coded. Good. Also, this is the first time they have ever had a trios match on paper. Wow. Crazy. So this is like a, this was a big I suppose the thing. twins did um, split before they did pay-per-views, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say, though, the match itself, Hanan getting her ass beat by Waka and like stealing the win. Well, don't know if I yeah, would have done that. That's how it goes. <laughs> she because she didn't get any offense on in on Waka. I'm just like, what are we mm. doing right now? What what is this? Like you can't even put her in there with like Yuna or even Lady C. Like Waka, really? Waka, that's the girl who she can't beat without a roll up. That was weird. Um, which I wouldn't say unless it was like legitimately like eighty twenty. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> what is happening right now? Um, but yeah, I, I was just, you know, it, it's nice. Like I said, it's funny because because we've been watching it five years now. That This month is around the time I started watching Stardom uh, five years ago. I've like grown up with the Minami sisters, right? And it's like, I feel like they're like my little sisters. And I know that sounds very parasocial, but it like in, in the way that I was like, I'm just happy. I know. That's, I'm just saying it as a as the best way I can compare it because I just feel happy for them when they succeed and when the, when something cool happens because it's just like I don't know it's just it's it's a thing but yeah it it was nice to see them team up for the first time pay per view it was nice to see them win they are now undefeated in trios matches on pay per view all right you know that okay. um yeah I mean the match itself was yeah whatever um. The match after that then was Mariah May and Mina Shirakawa beating Megan Bain and Tekla. Mariah May got the win for her team. Uh, it says with a shrimp hardening. I, I I don't I don't think she actually pinned her with a shrimp hardening. Um, I assume the shrimp hardening is just a yeah. Pin. So um, that's great great insight from the <laughs> website. Um, I guess technically you do win every match with a pin, but you know usually. I think a shrimp hardening is technically if you hook the leg. Oh, I think that's yes, technically yes. what a shrimp hardening so. is. I mean, I guess technically that is a maneuver. Anyway, um, this was like the best I've seen of Megan Bain in stardom so far. It felt like a lot more effort was put forth by everybody. Instead of just her running over people, it was, okay, here's how they're going to fight her off, you know, which was uh, a lot more interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, Mina throwing leg kicks was great. And Mariah trying to start shit and then being like, oh, hell no, was also very funny. So I thought this was the best... Tekla and Bane have a cool look together. Yes. Uh, yeah. The entrance is really cool. Um, and yeah, uh, are we going to talk about the boob-related earthquake? That was hilarious. I'm sorry. That was that was so funny. Was really they funny. Sha them really funny. shaking the camera it really with it was peak. Like, um, you just legendary and camera work. I think it was great because I think um, Mariah tweet later. I think it wasn't Mina. Like, got beat up by somebody. 
Mina yeah. got beat up by uh, Goku yeah. Dope. And um, <laughs> Mariah was like, I would have saved you, but I was still recovering from the H-Cup earthquake. And I was like, that is, that is so great. <laughs> and Mina's like, I understand, yeah. you had to take your rest. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that shook the foundations of the Earth, and then they had a pretty good match, I thought. So, good, fair play. Yeah, I, I, I thought this was... I, I agree with you that it's like this was one of the better uses of Megan Bain, because it felt like she was like a part of the match and not i don't know i obviously had that that criticism of her where it felt like she was just like a thing like she wasn't a character she wasn't a wrestler she was just like a thing that would kind of scare people she was like a tornado she was just like a thing that would scare people and make them move around her and whatever um whereas this match it felt like she kind of came alive more so than she has in the other matches i've seen of her so yeah i definitely thought this was like a really good performance from her probably not better than the tan match because i think the tan matches as a match was better but it was a better showcase of Megan Bain being a wrestler and not just a character trope of like, oh, I'm big and I will hurt you. It's like, no, it felt like she was like wrestling and people were like, they were wrestling a wrestling match and she was a character who was wrestling. It, it just, it flowed well, yes, I would say. Definitely. Um, the next match then on the show was Suzu Suzuki and Micah beating Ami Sore and Saeeda. Uh, Micah got the win with the Mishinoku Driver 2 in uh, just over 9 minutes when she pinned Saeeda. And this is where we get into Saeeda. Because mm-hmm. um, she was fantastic in this match. Her and Micah were going at it and it was really fun. Uh, her and Amisore are a great team. They worked really well together. Like, Saeeda star the show. Saeeda star the show. So I came away being like, I, I want Saya to team with Ami Sore, but I also want Saya to join Micah's group. So because Micah seemed to really respect Saya. And I also want to keep her yeah. in starting. Of course. Stars. <laughs> so Mike because Micah did show her a lot of respect after the match. Like the way the match yeah. went, Saya was giving her everything to fend off Micah, who was also another power wrestler. And they were doing a lot of power wrestler spots. And Ida was just fighting against it the entire time. And really, like, earned the respect of Micah to the point that it was like it almost looked like Micah was going to invite her to join her side. Um, and this kind of is is an interesting thing because I think Saya won the weekend because she comes out of this as one of the more interesting people in the company, which is crazy because she's not in the GP. Yeah, but... and I really like that they had Micah. Of course, be- yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I feel like I've talked about it a lot because I'm a lore guy when it comes to some of these things um obviously ida is like the black sheep of the mm-hmm. golden generation you know like she she was you know audibly upset that she was left out of the generational struggle because she was like one of the original generation you know, like she was one of the original yeah. generational wrestlers she was it was her utami and micah and saya and then Hameka and you know like that was what it was built on was was the kagetsu trained wrestlers was was those three and so she's been obviously very audibly upset and her and Micah have always kind of had that grudge where it's like, you know, Ida beat Micah for the future belt. Like people forget that. Like she took the belt from her. Um, that was the thing that happened. And they were always meant to be on the same level, but, but size just kind of fallen. And Micah's said that she's like, I want you to be on the same level as me again. Like get up here where, what are you doing? And I think it's great that they didn't, you know, after the passion injection match, they didn't just have her lose to Suzu, you know, and just 
you know, because fuck Ida. Like, because that's what they do, usually. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, who cares? Fuck Ida, she loses. Um, it felt like this was something. Yeah. And that's great. And I, I, I love it. There's really something there. Yeah, like, there's a lot of avenues you can go with Ida out of this. Like, between this and the Nanai stuff, I mean, that, that post-match with Nanai and the crowd chanting her name and then this spirited effort, it's like, you could have Saya join Micah's group if Micah's group ever becomes a thing. Um... She has avenues. I, I would I would have her go to God's Eye tomorrow to team with Amisore full time. Um, she's just in a really interesting spot where it feels like she's getting this groundswell of support right now. And the thing with Ida is, she was always everybody has always acknowledged her talent. It was usually the charisma that people were like, "Well, it's not really there." I feel like I've never seen somebody grow charisma like I've seen Sai Ida because even though she's small, I think she's made a lot of good choices that help her really still jump off the page um the muscles being one i mean big muscles are very easy yeah i mean that's that's the obvious one like the vibrant like the vibrant colors (laughs) the vibrant hair i think she's really grown into her muscly body as well i think she's a lot more of a full package than she was and like to me with how she's being right now with how the crowd is getting behind her and with how she keeps growing i'm like i would do something coming out of this like if she doesn't take that nanai promo and turn it into a tile win i would be very disappointed and she's somebody who if i was running things she'd be like in the conversation for the white belt now because i think she could conceivably win the white belt Mm. as a short-term reign but i don't think she looks outside of that because i think she really has grown as a full package wrestler to like from from just somebody who is a good seller and will get her ass beat to this is somebody who really jumps out um so i i would i would i'm all in on saida because i think she's improved in every aspect and she's 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 made a concerted effort to improve her aesthetic and her overall look and uh, despite her small stature so i i would reward that um but yeah like the the nanai thing has to be followed up on really i think I think Ida is the perfect like proof that it would be great if Stardom introduced a mid card championship, yeah, like a true mid card championship. Um, because like as much as I would love for Ida to win the white belt, um, like I I don't have that confidence whatsoever in Rossi being like, yeah, let's let's put the sometimes main event belt on her. You well, know, she, what I mean, she like, would be like not, a V one V two. I don't see why you can't. Oh, one percent. You know. I mean, she would be Mina-esque. Yeah. Definitely. But, like, I think... the My my thing is that it's like, oh, there's such a room for someone... For the Idas and the Teclas and the people who, like, either just didn't make it or are in the five... Like, even... We're not big Amisore fans around here, but even an Amisore. Like, where does she go now? Because she's not a white belt, red belt wrestler. Mm-hmm. But if there was, like, a belt that was like third and wasn't high speed yeah i, I could see ami story holding that like i don't really care like that that'd be fine like they're like i just think ida is one of those people that's like a perfect candidate for being like the greatest number three champion of all time <laughs> type of thing yeah. um, but that with that being said i would love it if coming out of the five star in a tag team match ida gets an Bashi on mirai and sets up that title match because even if she loses, I think that's like where we need to be. 
mm-hmm. is Ida challenging for her first wipeout match? Because she will lose that. It's against Marat. Like that's like that's fine. But she can use that, and that is a match that you know she's going to deliver. In. Like it's very hard to get Mariah and Saida to not work well together. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's a match that you need to be building towards right now. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously I'm a big Ida fan. There's one thing, and this is like a move thing. She started doing like a, a lariat to the leg to set up her sliding lariat. Mm-hmm. Um, if she just changes that into a chop block, she'll be the greatest wrestler of ever. Of course. Um, like the like, like the Jay Uso, the Jay Uso chop block back in the day, where it's like it would just be imagining it's like, okay, now I'm gonna fuck up your leg, bro. <laughs> it's, it's over. Um yeah, I, I think that if she just did like a chop block, just a little little shit, because she's small, she could she could do that. Um I think that would be like perfect to like elevate her ring work because it's like it, it adds a layer to it. Um anytime that somebody can add a conceivable limb work thing to their stuff and don't have to rely on it is good in my opinion. So if she is just, just go for that chop block, just really kill them with it. You know what I mean? That, that's what I'm rocking with. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I've always been on the side train, mm-hmm. obviously, but we here. We here. I'm, I'm, we here. I'm hoping. Also, I'm in Ida for tag belts. Let's get it. Yeah, they're, they're really um, good. So after that, then we had uh, Mayu Utani and Koguma beating Saki Kashima and Siri. Uh, Mayu got the win in nine and a half minutes with a dragon sleeper. Um, this is probably the most forgettable match of the show, I won't lie to you. Um, yeah. Aside from the Saki. Oh, she won with hijinks. the Chibi Killer. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty forgettable aside from Saya or Saki doing a fucking paid sponsorship throughout the match and beating people yeah. with a, a pad. Mayu's um, good at wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Mayu's cool. Um, after it that, reminded me that Mayu's jury is going to be good because there was only like a little bit of that, but I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a match that still oh, yeah, hasn't happened yet. Um, after that, then we had the legends portion of the show. So they, um, I thought they did this really well. <laughs> they had the videos yeah. that like introduced them, and obviously they couldn't get footage of Dump in her prime, so they had like dead AJW footage to just see for Nanai they had her winning the yeah. 3 belt in front of like 50 people and it was like Love man that. she like had, she wrestled in front of some big crowds and then they like 98 you could have you couldn't have got some of that but um yeah they, they showed clips of like the wrestlers and was like hey here's why they're important um and then they got all the music which I think is really cool like dump entering to that um atrocious alliance theme and a way to tie mm-hmm. coming out to that atrocious alliance theme with the shirts with the shirts that was great i mean was people great. don't understand like there is no crush gals without dump on the atrocious alliance like that mm-hmm. like there is a crush gals in a sense like they would have got over but they are not the crush gals without dump and the atrocious alliance so any kind of throwback to you know watching dump come out to the ring to bludgeon nagayo and with a crowd going crazy like i'm all for it um so i thought that was really really nice nice was just the the whole crew coming out to that atrocious alliance theme um kyoko got her theme and kyoko's theme has always been a banger i won't lie to you that's that's like the best yeah. thing about kyoko it is so high energy kyoko hit the pose too she did she hit the pose the queen like they don't even do yeah. that themselves anymore and they, they all hit the queen's quest pose that it was, was great um you know one note is uh dump matsumoto being seconded by kaori onayama dressed as an evil clown in 2023 
that's just a thing that happened this past weekend. It's just, just thought I'd mention that. Um, yeah. How did you feel? I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I think it's neat seeing yeah. Dump um, do her thing. I think Kyoko was the worst part of it, which is not surprising. Well, yeah. Um, I just felt like she felt miscast. Um, because like I feel like you could have gotten like a really great babyface wrestler, a uh, legendary babyface wrestler in there. Um, even if you can't get Shigusa, like I feel like there's still, I don't know, they could have found somebody. Uh, that I just don't think Kyoko was great for this role specifically. Um, but yeah, I thought it was like I found it fun. Like I, I didn't think it, I didn't think it was like a great anything, but I, I found some of the stuff fun and like <laughs> I love that Dump just didn't stand on the apron. Yeah, I was just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait in the corner for one of you guys to go for a pin and I'm gonna hit you with a mm-hmm. stick. Cool, cool. I was like. Go for it, homegirl. That's that's all you. Um, I thought Zap did way better than I was expecting. Dude, who is I was this like, mystery woman? <laughs> legit. I was so confused. I was like, she's better than modern Tomoko Watanabe, and she's a lot better than modern Keiru Ito. Yeah. So who is she? Like, and like, I, I think people are are like assuming it's uh, Watanabe because she's been tweeting about it a mm. bit. Um. But I still, I'm just like. Why didn't she wrestle like this in Marvelous? <laughs> like, what's happening? If this is if this is if this is Tomoko, what the fuck's happening right now? Because uh, yeah, like she was like she she hit a, a like jumping leg drop that was like she got height on it, and I was like, how old are you? Because your knees shouldn't work like that if you're <laughs> if you're a zap. Let's be real. Um, yeah, I thought I thought the Oedo side of things was great. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was like just. You know, it was it was bullshit, but that was the point. You know, like that's kind of the beauty of it in a way. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought Kyoko was kind of like, oh man, he could have he could have probably gotten a better baby face over there. Yeah, but you know, it's it's it is what it is. Um, Tor getting the pin yeah, was the bit, the obvious part, um, and that was like the good thing. Um, but I mean, I just mm. I think there's something double missed was oh yeah that was good was but cool. i just think there's something neat to seeing dump um just do her thing in front of 1600 people you know um i i'm all for giving legends like her her flowers because you know i'll say it a lot she's like the best heel wrestling has ever had she like the business she did was absurd you know they would take an entire episode to break down her impact but so you know I, i'm all for seeing her do stuff and i thought a way to tie kind of fit her vibe uh, really well. Yeah. So totally. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. It obviously wasn't like a good match. I wouldn't say that to anybody. But if you like dump, you're gonna have fun. She whacked people with a stick. That's kind of what you're here for. Um, there was definitely a novelty to it that like it, it it didn't it didn't fail, right? It wasn't great, but it didn't fail in what it was trying to do. Yeah. Well, I I feel like none of the like they matches to did match. like they um. No, no, not at all, not at all. They were all quite good yeah. in fact well, even if they weren't great matches they were like good at what you know they were meant to be well yeah i guess <laughs> like i mean you're not really expecting shinobu kandori super worker um but you're expecting shinobu kandori to get a pop for for doing her bits um speaking of shinobu kandori see this is where we're going uh, yeah Siri anu natsupoi and tam nakano beat takako inoue shinobu kandori Hazuki in 16 minutes when Natsupoi pinned Hazuki with the fairy magic. Um, I, I, 
I'm going to live up to the uh, predictable um, allegations. This is my favorite match of the night. Yeah, I so probably fun. agree. I just, I was just like having so agree. much fun with this. I was just like, oh, like, go Dude, on. I'm go a big Takako fan. So her, her, her oh, just being Takako, yeah. Takako <laughs> like a, a horrible person, was great. Like when she did the tombstone where she like knees them in the face as she carries them, as uh, doing big boots, I was into it. Uh, thought the Tam and Kandoria exchanges were so good. Like Tam, Tam staring down one of the baddest women in Joshi history and slapping her around. Like uh, this is the beast. This was beast. Like that. How that was so great to see Tom square up to somebody like Kandori. Um, Kandori had such a aura, she, oh bro. yeah. I mean that's Kandori. Like, Mr. Joshi wrestling came mm-hmm. in here. That was just like I was just in love with everything. And that's that was about that's this the thing match. with Kandori of everybody from. The, like 90s kind of super promotional era or mm-hmm. cross promotional era she was always the one that would like translate best because even in the 90s her entire appeal was this is the baddest woman on the planet and she will tap you out and punch you in the face like that was her thing yeah she can do that now she, she can still do that. She that. was like yeah. locking in the submissions and then was like, ha I'm going to get you though. I'm going to get you. And that was Kandori. And also, they were bumping. Yes, that too. Like, Kandori was bumping more than I've seen her bump in she the past 20 years. She didn't bump as much for Kyoto in like, 98. For real. Like, she did not bump like this yeah, in that's a WWE I mean. championship like, match in 1998. Like, she was, she was mm-hmm. in this. Like, that, that's, that's one thing that is like, I wasn't expecting this match because, like, like I've said, I've seen Shinobu Kandori wrestle in the past twenty years. You know, I've I've watched her matches before, um, and a lot of them are very much just her being like, "Fuck you, I, I do not care. I'm just gonna hurt you, and then I'm gonna win, and then I'm gonna leave, and that's all we're gonna do." She was like putting a lot of effort into this match, and I think part of that is probably that I hear that they're promoting another LPWX yeah. show pretty soon. Um, which they only do a couple times a year at most. I don't think they've done it in like a while now. Uh, so that's probably part of it. Is that it's like part of its promotion. Part of it might be a Tam feud that we'll talk about in a minute. That might I don't know. Um, but yeah, she was like putting a lot of effort in. As was Takako and Hazuki's. Obviously, like she was the glue. Her and Natsupoi were like the glue of this match because at certain points they would just be like, okay, Natsupoi Hazuki get in there and just kill it for a minute and a half so that the legends can take a breath and then get back in and do the cool stuff. And like, it was just, it was perfect in that way. They knew exactly what they needed to do here. And so much of it was super fun. Um, I will say you, you mentioned it briefly, but that spot where Tam was like squaring up with, with Kandori and then Kandori is like, okay, okay, this is what we're doing. Okay. And then she like hits her and gets the Fujiwara in and then just stands up and is like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can do that. And like the crowd popped, I popped in my chair. I was like, "Oh, that was so fucking cool!" I like, didn't I, say that man. though. And Kandori was over. <laughs> she she got the biggest reactions on the show. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Is that you mentioned that you mentioned like I wasn't saying that. No, you were I'm wrong. just saying I I'd forgot to say or it. Correct, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, she was like I was making jokes before I saw this. You know, like the Kandori fan base will never die. You know, like that stuff was all mostly jokes. 
because like I love Shinobu Kendori. I think she's one of the greatest of all time. But I didn't expect her to be the most popular wrestler on the entire card. But she was. Yeah. And it was awesome. Her and Dump, but I loved anyway. it. This way I, Dump this got, some, uh, oh, yeah, Dump got some good reactions. It's, it's, it's nice. Um, but yeah, no, Kandori really, she translates really well. Um, and she she had her working boots on. Uh, her and Tam seem to be trying to set up a red belt match. I don't know if that's going to happen. But if it did... It would be incredibly yes, hard. Yes, uh, she, she does not like losing. Uh, Mr. Mr. Joshi Wrestling I, I, I has never liked losing. <laughs> she hasn't lost a singles match in 20 yeah, years. That's that's, And it was against Kyoko Inoue. Yeah. And before that, it was another like eight yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And it was Harley like, Sayu. So, you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's call it. Yeah, she, she only put over heart. Yumi Kohoda that one time because she got to beat Yumi Kohoda and be a double champion. You know, like that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's Kandori. Um, but yeah, no, she, she was really rocking with it. And uh, it was, it was great to see her kind of roll back the years a little bit. And I think it did, I think this did a lot for Tam. Like, people often talk mm. about legends like boosting up the wrestlers they work with. Um, I think a lot of the time it's it's nonsense. Like I think a lot of the time the legend eats the person alive. Like Ozaki and Mio, yeah. I don't I don't think that did what this did. I think Ozaki just ate Mio Momono alive. I think that was about Ozaki. Um, I think Azure Kong is a genius, and she always makes it about the other person. Like Azure Kong and Yuki Arai earlier this year, perfect, right? Uh, like Azure did so much for Yuki Arai in that match without losing. Um, I think this was a, a very Azure Kong-like performance from Kandori. I mean, people still talk about how Mirai's first big moment in professional wrestling was her lariating yeah, Azure yeah, Kong. Like, like, that was, like, still... It's yeah, still like, Azure has perfectly transitioned to being, like, this really smart person who will elevate her opponents without losing. Because that's a genuine thing. Like, I, I think you can lose up. I think losing up is a very normal thing. Like, Ida did it with Nanai. She lost up. Um, and I think yep. Tam, even though she won, um, but it was like neither of them was involved in the pin, I think Kandori really helped make Tam look so much more badass than I've ever seen her. Because Tam just got to go in there and square up with one of the toughest women in Joshi. And she didn't back down. And she didn't get beaten around either like Mio did. Like uh, Kandori didn't go, okay, you got yours in. Now it's time for me to beat you up for like 90% of the match. It was, you're going to beat me up. I'm going to play my hits, and then we, we, we separate. But you look good. The crowd gets to react. Perfect. It's just really well done from Kandori here to, to help make Tam look uh, really, really good. Totally. And yeah, Tam, just, uh, I think she was great in it. Just, you know, she's always been good when she just hits people. And uh, all you have to do with a legend is just hit them. And uh, she did it. So, yeah, I, I thought this was probably the best match of the show, too. I thought everybody did play their role to perfection. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing more of Kandori in, in Stardom. If this, if this is the Kandori we're yeah, getting, I, I, mean, I, like, I won't complain if she's motivated. Yeah, I mean, she like like I said, she really impressed me. And like I've, I said, I think she's one of like, you know, like a top 20 best wrestler of all time, period. And she impressed me in that, that I was like, oh, shit, she's like, you know. Um, and beyond that, there were a couple things I wanted to know about this match. Uh, is that Takako and uh, Anu, in craze in, in craze that that's how that's how dope it was is that i just put two words together that don't make sense um crazy together like just the vibe they both like you can tell that anu is just kind of like she has the vibe that takako had right and takako kind of recognized that and that's why they kind of met 
and they really had like something cool there that I really liked. And then, like I always say, I mean, Hazuki is just phenomenal. She took the Kozen triad thing where um, Anu hits the missile drop kick, and then Tam hits the Destiny Hammer, and then Natsupoi hits the Burial mm-hmm. Gift. Um, beautifully. Like, that move was perfect. Uh, in fact, there was one specific, she took the Destiny Hammer, uh, but she had her move is stomach. So she took it, and it looked like her neck broke, the way she was, like, twisted out of it. Oh, and I was like, oh, my god, so good at this. But yeah. Oh, fuck it. Oh. You alright there? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, when I get excited yeah. about something. Of course. Well, um, that was your internet yeah. telling us to hurry. I thought Hazuki sold because we do have great. another. We still have the main events to go. Um, so we will we will move on from there to say that we both enjoyed what we got from that match. Um, the main event then was Momoe Nakanishi, Nanai Takahashi, and Jaguar Yakota beating you, Momo Watanabe, and Starlight Kid when Momoe Nakanishi pinned Starlight Kid with the um, with a Nanamomo driver in 27 minutes. Um, the tea gimmick. Um, so, I mean, this was a good match. I think it was a bit long in the tooth, but I think Momoe Nakanishi balling was so enough <laughs> for everybody to be into it because Momoe can still go. Um, if you've never seen Prime Momoe Nakanishi... She's the prototype for, like, everybody you think is cool. Um, she's the prototype for Azumi, for Tayo, for all of them. Momoe was the one, and uh, she was amazing in her prime, and she's still amazing now. She was just busting shit out, and it was great. Um, yeah, the people were really into those three. They, I didn't realize, like, the, there was a lot of Nanamomo fans, even though that team existed, like, when, when AJW was on its deathbed, really. Um Okay, that's that's a bit of an exaggeration, but they were pushed when it was yeah. on its deathbed. Like, uh, I mean, it was it was two thousand. Well, like they yeah, they were together in ninety eight, but it was only like the two thousands like, when they were problem. pushed. So, yeah, I think that was the that was the main thing. But yeah, they were they were pretty popular. Uh, Jaguar was kind of popular. She was probably the most muted of the bunch, which kind of makes sense because her peak her peak came like before Nagayo. So you're you're asking like a lot of people to really know her, but it was nice to see her get this spotlight regardless. Um, yeah, it was, it was yeah. a solid enough match. I think it went a bit long, but it had its good bits. It was very, very long. Yeah, 27 minutes, you um, know? Um, I think if there were one more person on each side... Yeah. Because these wrestlers right now... <laughs> like, not... <laughs> Not Momoe. Okay, we're back down. Cool. Yeah, not Momoe, but I was just like, oh, damn, we're still on. Um, this is great. I mean, it's nice that his internet only went like at the end of the show um, when we're about to preview the stuff. So, are you even there? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move on because uh, I I cannot hear Dylan anymore. But um, that was the Legends show. Uh, I can hear him laughing, which is the worst part. I can't hear him talking, but I can hear his laugh. Um, but anyway, 
Start a Midsummer Festival. Fun show. If they want to do the legend stuff again, call up Kandori. Let's do Kandori and Tam. Um, Chris Okay, oh, one more hello. thing. One thing. My, my internet just came back, kind of. Am I here? Yeah. Hello? Is this? Go ahead. Okay, are we? One other thing. Is it no? And I don't think anybody knew that uh, the head commentator for Stardom is Momoi Nakajima. He was a UWFI guy. Yeah. Whoa. Every time Momoi would do a spot, I know it's getting kind yes. of bad. Keep going. <laughs> And now you're gone. Of course you're gone now. Anyway, yeah, he was losing his shit. Every time... Oh, this is great. Um, are you back? Are you with us? Okay. Back, currently. Kind of. But yeah, uh, he, every time they would pan to him and he would just be like, what's happening right now? Yeah. It was funny. All right. Um, so we'll, we'll preview these shows before you just go entirely. Um, so the first one to preview is on August 26th. This is in oh, we have, Nagoya. Uh, we, have, we have to talk about... No. There was, there was the show that happened yesterday. There was a show that happened yesterday. <laughs> um, all right. August 20th. Uh, this show isn't up yet. Um, yeah. So this did 378 fans in the Kiramese Numazu. Um, the GP matches were Hazuki beating Ami Sore in 14 minutes with a brain buster. That is, Azumi, that is Hazuki's first win of the tournament, if you can believe it. And then Natsuko Tora beat Mayu Iwatani to move up to 8 Ooh. points with a Swanton Bomb. So Natsuko is on the verge of winning the entire thing. Did not expect that one. No. I, I, um, yeah. I was surprised. But, um, yeah. I, I, I thought like that was weird. I guess yeah. she just loses to Tam, unfortunately. I'll have to throw that in. Um, so I think there's stardom representation on a Diana show this weekend. Wakasukiyama is wrestling in the show. I don't know if she has a match. Doesn't say it on the schedule. Um, but we have two shows to preview. First of which is on August 26th in Nagoya. This show seems to be selling well. Could even be a sellout, based on uh, what I'm seeing here. And we have some interesting stuff. If the page would scroll down, that would be very pleasant. Please, hello, scroll, scroll, scroll. All right, uh, we have some. There's some cool undercard matches. We're awesome. Yeah. There's some cool undercard matches. There's a Anatsupoi Siri standoff there. Um, Araya opposite Lady C. Uh, Megan Bain opposite Mayu Utani. That should be fun. Then we get Utami Hashishita versus Micah in the Blue Stars block. That is a good one. Um, I guess uh, Utami is Utami's lost once, right? I don't know why yeah, I'm asking Dylan when he's probably going to like fall out of the thing at any moment. Um, but yeah, she's lost one match. Yeah. See, she Zumi. Okay. Um, so Micah is 1-1-1. One, one, and one. So yeah, she could, should probably win. <laughs> Can Micah win? Micah win. Okay. Micah win. Good. Um, the next match then is Julia versus Mariah in the Blue Stars block. That is a good one. Holy shit. Yep. So um, Julia is on 5 points. She is 2-1-1. One, one. And Mariah is 2-2-0. Two, two, oh. 
So, interesting. I mean, either of them? I guess it's a coin toss, really. Maybe Julia. I try oh, to say. Okay. <laughs> well, I said Julia, so I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, Julia's typically beaten the wipe. Yeah, but I feel like Mariah has other losable matches. Matches. Maybe it set stuff up. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, probably probably Mariah over Julia. Yeah. I would say. Well, uh, no, I think Julia over Mariah. Um, but anyway, uh, the main event then is a Red Stars block match. Tam Nakano versus Natsuko Tora. Tam almost has to win because if Tora gets more points, she's basically going to win the block. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and then we have yeah. a yeah. another. Plus, plus it's her and Natsuko. Uh, oh, yeah. That's Natsuko's second to last match. Oh, all right. So if if it's le- if it's left up to them. If it's left up to them, right, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so yeah. they need to lose some matches before then. Because right. <laughs> they're both getting a bit too high. Yes. Uh, so the next show then is 27th of August. It is in uh, Fukui Kirameki in a token in Suruga City. Um, let's see. There's some stuff on the undercard. Is there anything good? Was the Tam and Marai tag square off? Uh, Megan Bain opposite Utami. Then there is a Micah, Julia, and Tekla versus Stars trio. Oh, that's... Um, and then we get into Blue Stars block action. Mariah May versus Momo Watanabe. Um, so Momo is unbeaten in the tournament so far. Um, so do we suspect Mariah gives her her first loss? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, like, like, we then have Siri Anu. It's a good upset. Oh, from here. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so then we have Suri Anu versus Hanan, and I think uh, uh, Suri Anu is going to keep winning to, uh, so she does finish on about 10 points. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the match after that is Amisori versus Starlight Kid in the Red Stars block. Um, there is no table on this page, so I don't know where either is at. I think Ami is on two points, and Kid is, might also be on two points. So... Uh, shoot, I don't know. Ami wins. Ami's only at. See, you're gone now. Two because of stats. Oh, oh yeah. Of course I'm gone. Maybe. I don't know. This is bad. This is really bad. It is. It is. That's why I'm trying to finish. Uh, Either of them. I don't care. I'm not. That might be watching. Okie dokes. Um, the it. next match then it. is Natsupoi versus Natsuko Tora in a Red Stars block match. I believe both have eight points already, um, so they are way out in front. Uh, I could see this going to a draw so that they, like neither is runaway at the top, but also if one of them wants to go through, they would have that like one-point edge over everybody on ten. I think Natsuko wins this um, because Natsuko no more matches after this. Oh, really? Outside of Azuki. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. See, that's why I think she might do a draw. I think 10 points might be enough to win the block. So, have her think. go to 9, so then... But he has these two. Yeah? So? So that would... Everything's been so, like, even. Meaning you only have to... Yes, and that's been... Pr- that's proven to be difficult. So. Yeah. 
I think I think this could go to a draw, so then if they want Tora to go through, she can like win and finish one point ahead of the rest. Um but I don't know. Maybe. I think I think Natsuko wins this and then she is the mark to beat uh until the final day. Well, that would make sense. Um that is that. Um Dylan's internet is not doing well, so I will just close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Can't even join the Ijo. Ijo. Oh, there he is. Hey. Hey.